We are back. Season 2, episode 2, but week 1, Nick. Football is here tonight in an hour and 35 minutes. How are you feeling? Yes, sir, man. Right back to it. Week 1, first game is always a big game. I might bet it just because it's the first game. I don't even like any of the the numbers, but I might just bet it. Oh, I am 100% all in. Let's ride the Bills tonight. Bills? Yep, I'm all in on the Bills tonight. I'm not nothing big, but I really do like the Bills. They're the hungrier team. Uh, I'm, I'm already diving in. I'm about to break down this whole game, but let's do this. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're not going to do our standard format because there's not, you know, there's not a week to break down. There's not teams to break down. You know, we're still preseason. So let's dive into a few topics here um, that happened in the last week or so. I mean, it's been two weeks, actually. You took a, a little trip down to the, the DR, huh? Yeah, man. I had an interesting week. I actually drafted a team last night from Santo Domingo. Oh, shit. Me and my buddy Craig are co-managing a team, and he, like... FaceTime me and we just drafted a team together. It was pretty cool. Love Got it. in this morning, 5 a.m., and you, you know I'm dedicated to the pod, so we had to get one for the folks, man of the people. <laughs> what time did you land? I landed 5 a.m., bro. Wow. All right. I love the dedication here. And you need it because you need to make up uh, for two weeks ago. We had a couple stumbles. I mean, Desmond Ritter, Henry Ruggs. I mean, what was going on there? Doug, Henry Ruggs, shout out to him, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> and Desmond Ritter, I mean, it was just, it's an honest mistake, you know what I'm saying? I thought I saw him in a black uniform, light-skinned black dude. All right, all right. We're, but we're it, was, it was Cincinnati, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't the, the what you right. call it. We're, we're going we're gonna to let it slide here. Um, one topic I do want to touch on, and before we get into our bets for week one, our fan duel against each other like we always do, and we yeah. talk fantasy football, let's touch on these few subjects. Let's maybe preview a little of the game. I do have a few bets that I'm taking, but again, no one's going to hear this probably till tomorrow, so we can't really discuss the Thursday night game too much. Right. Um, but first of all, a sad story, I think it was last Sunday, we get uh, Brian Robinson, running back, rookie running back for the Washington Commanders, not the football team, from the University of Alabama. He gets named the starter. I, I get the alert around noon. Yeah. Okay. He gets named the starter. And you're like, all right, we had seen it coming. Gibson had been awful. He can't hold on to the ball. He's returning punts. They've literally in Rivera's doghouse. And hours later, we get the report that he was carjacked. And during the carjacking, he was shot. That was nuts. I couldn't believe it. I, I mean, it's... You know, we're dealing with sports and fantasy football, which is, you know, almost like not the real world. And then you get a report like that, and your your first thought is, what the fuck? And, it you know, you, we get more details, and we find out everything, and, and luckily, it seems like he got super lucky and avoided anything major but your thoughts go out to him you know he's probably the high of his life being named a starting nfl running back to that yeah so apparently it hit him in the knee but it didn't hit anything major it avoided the pcl the mcl it didn't shatter his kneecap so it's almost like he could have got shot like a hundred times and this would never happen again yeah, so, you know, sad situation, but a good ending out of it. And if you saw the videos uh, of him going back to the facility the next day, he you can tell he just had an impact on that organization from the first, uh, from the first week or whatever that he stepped in there because everyone was pumped to see him and happy that he was okay. Uh, so pretty, pretty awesome to see that. Um, and, you know, in the week leading up to the season, 
what are we doing? We're, get, we're we're first of all we're super anxious. Let's move on from Robinson. You know, thankfully he's okay. I was gonna say I drafted him last night late round because he's gonna be on his fifty cent shit. You you drafted him? Yeah, he's he's gonna come back hard. I mean, give him a couple weeks, dog. It seems like a few weeks he'll be back. Um, but yeah, just a crazy situation. And you know, this this week leading up to the season, it's just a lot of you know everyone's anxious. We're ready for football to start. Everyone's oh, yeah. finishing up their fantasy drafts. I can't tell you how many of my friends called asking for advice, asking for picks. <laughs> I was on the phone with my buddy last night for an hour doing his entire draft together. Oh, so it's honestly the best time of the year. Yeah, you, you yeah. know, from here on, from literally this night on until through March Madness, really action. So today I really felt like I was back. Like I see a, a bunch. So like three weeks ago, I still have those apps and like the alerts are popping up, but I'm not really paying that much attention to them today. I'm like, okay, what is this guy hurt? How's he looking? Is this guy, you know what I mean? Yep. And we're, we'll dive into that uh, a little bit when we get to the fantasy corner. Cause even you had uh, the Edmund situation. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, Kittle and a few other things as well. Now I do want to, before we go to our bets for week one, I did a little exercise here yeah. and I just wanted to let the, our fans and our listeners know, I did a an exposure, a player exposure fantasy. I run, um, I have ten teams. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna name off my most owned players at each position, just so you can get an idea of who we're, who who uh, who I'm riding with this year. And then Nick's gonna do the same. I think how many teams do you have? Four. I've got three. Three teams. Okay, so a little bit less there, but still, we want to let you know who we are riding with this year. Firstly, at quarterback for me, my number one owned guy is Tom Brady. That's okay. That's a good. My auctions, I I pay three or four bucks for him, and then I've been getting him in late. And I had one snake where I got him in the late round. So I I have him in three three leagues. I have Trey Lance in two, and then all the other ones uh, are only in one league. So Tom Brady at quarterback, at running back. I mean, you you could have guessed it. I got Chase Edmonds in seven out of my ten leagues. What? And the early drafts, I was paying super low for him and mm. he was going around the eighth round and now i see him going in the fifth round and, and going for a ton of money in auctions and then i also have joe mixon and aaron jones in two leagues apiece. okay cool wide receiver i'll give you my three i have justin jefferson in four michael pittman in four and jamar chase in four studs and then at the tight end position it's really spread all over the place unfortunately my most owned is george kittle we'll get to him later mm. but i have him in three leagues so those are the guys i'm riding with nick uh with this year nick who do you got so for me i spread it out but some guys are on the same team like i've got keenan allen i've got mike mike williams um i actually so i have two guys that are on benches in both leagues but they're uh, they're owned in two-thirds of my league so i've got brandon cooks and I've got Robert Woods on the benches for, and I think those are great depth players. I like Cooks a lot this year. He's on a few of my teams. Oh, as actually, well. I actually rechecking. I got Keenan Allen on two teams, so but he's starting on both those. So teams. your Chargers heavy. I know you have yeah. Herbert at least in I, the poll we put up, which I won resoundingly on Instagram. I wonder why. <laughs> uh, you have Herbert, right? Yeah, so I've got Herbert yeah, and Keenan Allen in that league. Um, as far as running backs, I got Aaron Jones, Joe Mixon. I'm I'm riding heavy with those guys. I like those two guys a lot this year. And then um, it looks oh Kamara, which I picked in the first round last night. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, as long as they don't spring a sus- the suspension on him mid year, he's going to be fine. Yeah, I it looks like they, it'll be next year. Yeah, I think exactly. I think at this rate, and if they do, he will at least be able to delay it like through court and stuff. Yeah, you know exactly, what I mean? exactly. All right. So let's, without a further ado, let's get into week one. 
All right, we are here. We're starting clean this year, which should be a beautiful thing for you, Nick. Coming off a losing season, <laughs> no, you were not. You didn't count my season, my Super Bowl. I could oh show you. God, I could show you the guys, ticket. He's back with the Super Bowl. I could bets. show you the ticket, bro. I went like either six and he's one or seven. He's got a PDF no. saved on his computer. No, no, he's about no, no, to no. show me the ticket here. No, you just go to the bet history in your log. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just playing around. But either way. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. Week now, I will say I'm gonna preface this. Week one is always tough. Last year for the pod, we didn't start. Uh, we didn't do it for the first few weeks. Our first episode, I think, was around week five or six. Okay. So it's gonna be interesting. I I'm always cautious week one. Okay. And it's tough because yeah, we have all these preconceived notions. We watched last year. We're getting training camp news, but who knows until they step on the field. A lot can change, and then teams are still tend to be figuring things out through week one, week two. Um, so, yeah, I mean, a lot of the trends are, oh, underdogs are good, unders can be good. Uh, so we'll see what, sh- what shakes out. Yep, so let me jump in. I've got three bets. Looks like Nick's got four bets for you guys this week. Oh, you know, I got some teasers for you. <laughs> Nick's always got the teasers, but... Honestly, my favorite bet, my best bet of the week, and if I if I do a, st- a scale of like how much I love this bet out of ten, it's not a ten out of ten. It's okay. it's it's like an eight out of ten, but it's by far my favorite bet for the week, and I think everyone's gonna hate it, which I love. <laughs> it's gonna be the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I don't plus love plus six and a half at home against the Chiefs. Now let me let me get into it because when you hear me say that, you're like. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Why would you ride with the Cardinals? Right. The Chiefs have a new offensive line. They've got a lot to prove. They brought in Juju. They got a, a nice receiver in the draft. Now, they yeah. did lose Tyree Kill, which I think is is going to be more important than people think. Um, but the reason I love the Cardinals is because everyone's going to love the Chiefs this week. Mm. Okay? And my thing is, the Cardinals always start hot. Okay? They always start well. I think the last two seasons, through the first like seven or eight weeks, they've been lights out. It's been two in a row. Okay. Now, yes, Ertz is hurt. Rondell Moore's hurt. Everybody's hurt, right? Yes. Everyone's counting the. When I look, when I was going to give this, when we talked in the last pod, I was ready to give this out. Right. It was at three. Now we're at six and a half, which doesn't scare you at all. Doesn't scare me at all. I love it. <laughs> Kyler's going to come out. He's going to be. Beginning of the season, Kyler just is as fast as ever. He's always moving well. He's going to get the ball around. I like, we're going to get to this in the fantasy corner. Big game from A.J. Green. Big game from Hollywood Brown. A.J. Green? A.J. Green. James Conner always running the rock. Um, 67% of the money is on the Chiefs and over half of the total bets. I think that number is going to grow. And they are going to be in everyone's teasers. The Chiefs, I, I don't know if they're in yours, but they are going to be <clears throat> no, in not. everyone's teasers on the face of the earth. How can the Chiefs lose this game? Guess what? I also, Is you'll it, see, I'm going to tell you at the end, but I think the Cardinals can win this game outright. Give me the six and a half points. Is it in, uh, is it in Arizona or is it in? Home game. Home dog okay. getting almost a touchdown. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, yeah, the only thing that would have scared me away from that is the injuries. Uh, yeah. So I'll go into my first bet here. I've got Tampa, Dallas, under 51. It's a really high total for week one. I think there's maybe one or two other games that are higher than this one. Tampa really had a rough go of it through the training camp. They had a bunch of wide receivers get hurt. Tom Brady didn't show up till like week 18. Um, signs were that Godwin was going to be playing, but it looks like it's very up in the air. He says he'll decide Sunday, which 
I don't know. I think they're being coy, and then I really don't think there's much chance for Godwin to play this week. I don't think he's playing either. Um, and then Tampa, you know, has got that mean front seven. They got Vita Vea. They've got dope linebackers. Um, Dallas lost one of their star receivers. Dallas lost their stud offensive tackle. Yep. Uh, and you know, big Mike McCarthy's just going to run Zeke in that brick wall over and over and over again. So yeah, um, give me Dallas and Tampa under 51 points. I don't think it's going to be that, uh, that high scoring of a game. All right. Well, you've got Tampa and Dallas under 51. Why don't you give out, I see you have another under as your next pick. Why don't you give that one out as well right now? All right. So yeah, Ravens love to run the ball. This is something key for, uh, for unders because the clock stops. The clock doesn't stop doesn't the stop. same way. Yep. So Ravens are going to be running the ball. They're going to have success running the ball. Um, the Jets, if anything, the defense is probably the best part of their team right now. They've got Joe Flacco starting. He's 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 not the Honor. worst quarterback in the league. Yeah. But, but he he's definitely nowhere near the best. He's probably bottom third, like not bottom third. He's like bottom three quarterbacks in the league and i think for this one to go over the total is 44 and a half and i think for this to go over 44 points i think the ravens would have to score more than 30 i don't think that i don't think the jets are coming anywhere near 20 so give me under 44 and a half ravens jets this could be like a I see a 44 and a half it could be like a 41 to 3 game and you could still be under like (laughs) the ravens defense is so loaded like absurdly loaded the jets are in shambles already the season hasn't started i like that one a lot um so you've got tampa dallas under 51 ravens jets under 44 and a half yes sir so we're gonna be a little bit not we can both hit this bet because i'm teasing it so my next bet my second bet first bet's the cardinals plus six and a half second bet is the i have a teaser with two overs okay okay it's the uh, over in the Tampa Bay-Dallas game, which is the one you have under. And, oh, wow. And it's the over in the Green Bay-Minnesota game. Okay? So what those come out to, and I, I it's a little more juice, but I'm taking the six and a half because they were both flat lines. Oh, okay? Wow. So it gets me to the Packers and Vikings over 40 and a half. Okay. okay? That's a low number. I mean... Yeah, the Green Green Bay's got a solid defense. The Vikings don't. I think the Vikings are going to throw the ball all over the place. I think Green Bay's going to score as they always do, and I expect both of these teams to be in the 20s. Indoor, That's all I need. Indoors, yeah, weather's indoor, not going to be an issue. Exactly. So I expect both those teams to be in the 20s. And then the Buccaneers-Cowboys game, 44-and-a-half, Sunday night football, I think they're going. I, I, I mean, I, I know you have the under 51, yeah. but... I just don't see a world where both these teams don't score points. Yeah, so I think uh, 44 was the average a couple years ago. I think we're now trending towards like 47 is the average scoring NFL game. So 51 is above average scoring. I, th- I don't think it's going to be like a And hopefully, hopefully we can middle this one. That'd be dope. You know, hopefully it's somewhere between uh, the 44 and the 51. But Give I us do a see 47. Give us a 47 47, right 48, any of those numbers <laughs> in there. You know, like a 28-21 game is perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something like that. I, I do think that... You know, both offensive lines are hurt, which at the beginning of the game, you know, there could be a few stops in there. But what we know is both teams can sling the rock. So I expect uh, I expect Mike Evans, my boy, to be catching a few touchdowns. As you know, I have Brady and fantasy all over the place. Dak always shows up. It's a, it's a prime time game, and I, I remember the I think they the opening game of last year was this matchup. Was it? 
was the Thursday night game. It was epic oh, back right. and forth, right. and Brady it, ended up winning it. And I think that I think it was a high scoring game, but I, I don't it think the same was. thing. I don't think the same thing. I don't predict the same thing happening this week. All right, so that's my second one is a six and a half teaser with the over Dallas Tampa Bay over Green Bay Minnesota. And guess what? It's fun to root for overs week one. Nick, what's your third pick? Yeah, so I've got Denver uh, and Ravens teaser. I got Denver to, down to a pick them and Ravens to minus one. Um, these are two teams that are, I, th- I feel like have a, v- a big advantage against their opponent. We got Russell Wilson revenge game. Um, Seattle, I have as one of the bottom five teams in the NFL. Uh, they probably have the worst quarterback room in the league with Drew Locke and Geno Smith, um, They, which sucks because they have like some star wa- wide receivers, DK Metcalf and Ch- Tyler Lockett. Um, their running backs are okay. Uh, Kenneth Walker the third, who I think is a stud. That's, that's Ken Walker to you. He he ran Change it. his name. He does not want to be called Kenneth. Oh, my, my bad, big dog. I ain't want to problems. But um, <laughs> yeah, he ran it down Miami's Hurricanes throats last year. He's a he's a he's a savage. And Penny, I mean, had a great end of the season. That's a big boy too. Um, yeah. So I don't think these two rosters are close whatsoever. And then Ravens. I, Ravens is going to be we everyone in the United States will be. T- here's the three teaser legs. You have two of the most popular right here. Yeah. The one I talked about earlier. Everyone will be taking the Chiefs down to a pick'em. Mm. Everyone will have the Ravens down to a pick'em, and everyone will have the Broncos down to a pick'em. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. And the but- fourth one, actually, that is in none of our bets. The Bengals. Are yeah. down to a pick them against the Steelers at home. That's a that's a good one. So I mean, I have a. I'll talk about it in the next one. I have a few different legs that I might I might round robin it, which is mean like matching it in a bunch of different ways. Yep. But yeah, the, I I like the um I believe the total in the Ravens game is yeah so yeah it's you 40, take it under yeah it's forty four and a half so it's not expected to be a high scoring game. You, you want to look for those in teasers because those points that you get count more when the when the when total the exactly got you. All right, so you've got Tampa Bay Dallas under, oh, Ravens Jets under, Broncos Ravens teaser. What were we gonna say? I think the no, sorry, that's the Bears 49ers. The Bears 49ers total is like forty and a half, something lowish. Yep, shit. that's true too. I, people will be teasing the 49ers. So you've got those three bets. Why don't you give us your fourth before I get into my last one? Because my last one is the Monday night game. Okay, word. So here I do have the 49ers minus one in a teaser, and I brought the Vikings up to seven and a half. Um, I believe, I know it's not a big deal because the line is like damn near a pick them anyways, but I believe the wrong team is favored in that Vikings Green Bay game. I agree. Um, so I figured give me, give me over a touchdown Vikings at home. I don't see how that loses. Um, that's the curse. <laughs> that's I the hate, curse. That's I the hate curse. that you said that. I do believe it, but I hate <laughs> that you said it. Um, yeah, I mean, I hate how much I have riding on Kirk Cousins, we Justin Jefferson, and the, then the Minnesota Vikings. They could literally dead me this year. Um, so yeah. Also, even though even though we have no clue what Trey Lance is going to look like on an NFL field, if we line up the rosters of the 49ers and the Chicago Bears, there's a clear edge there. I think the 49ers could win this game and maybe have like 10 pass attempts, and they'd still be able to win this game. Kittle going down with the groin doesn't help that that. Their team looks way less efficient when he's not there. He's not only is he a good pass catcher, but the dude's a great, great blocker, blocker too. Yep. So, it, but yeah, give me the Vikings up to seven and a half over a touchdown at home, and 49ers down to minus one. All right, perfect. So last bet for us. Those are Nick's four. My last bet of the week is almost as gr- actually it's probably grosser than my first bet. Yeah, it's nastier than Cardinals plus six and a half. Monday night football. Russ Wilson going home. 
Broncos at Seahawks. The Broncos are going to kill them, right? They're going to demolish the Seahawks, right, Nick? Yeah, I hate this bet. Give me Seahawks plus six in the fuck Russell Wilson game of the year. (laughs) Folks, what is your boy doing? He's taking the Cardinals plus six and a half, and he's taking the Seahawks. They're so bad, dog. Give me the Seahawks plus six, okay? I don't care about... Honestly, Russell Wilson, as you know, I just can't stand the guy. I think he's fake as can be, and I had him on two of my biggest fantasy leagues last year, and he shit the bed. That's a side point, but I just can't stand the guy, first of all, and I really think that if there is a game that this team is going to get up for all year, it will be this game. Pete Carroll will get these guys up for this game. All it takes is some decent defense. Broncos getting adjusted to a new quarterback, new team, and some DK Metcalf down the sideline or Rashad Penny breaking a run, and I think this team can win the game outright. We've got Broncos. Oh, God. <laughs> give, me, give, me, give me. I've got. I don't, what were the you going to say? The man said outright. Um, Broncos, it's a new coach, no? New Bro- coach, Bronco, new quarterback? Nathaniel Hackett, I do like the new coach, but yeah, I. I my thing is. Home dogs, first week, every, like, how are you going to give me a touchdown? I don't care how bad the Seahawks are. I feel you. I, I'm taking the points, and I know, I know everyone and their mother will be on the Broncos. Like, I bet Houston plus eight, like, a couple weeks ago. Houston's and, are not listen, very good. how team. many people in the United States of America will have a parlay or a teaser riding on Broncos money line or Broncos down to minus half a point? Everyone's yeah, gonna have it. It, it, it seems. It seems Vegas is gonna put in the call. They're gonna say, "Hey, <laughs> let's get the Seahawks a win tonight." The Seahawks <laughs> are gonna play their ass off. Not only that, but I have a little sprinkle for you. Yeah. All right. Oh, is the, this like a parlay? The thing? little sprinkle is, and I'm losing. I know I'm losing my mind here, guys. But this is the best thing about sports. Give me the sprinkle, okay, on the Seahawks and Cardinals money line parlay together. 30 bucks was, can was like win you, five to win five million or something. Exactly. 30 bucks can win you $300. It's 10 to one. Okay. Okay. So I really, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I do think they both cover, but give me a little sprinkle on the parlay as well. Cause why the hell not? Yeah. And no, just a tidbit about the Seahawks. I don't know what Pete Carroll's doing up there. Like we'll see, we'll see as this season plays out, whether it was Russell holding them back or whether it was Pete Carroll. I think his play calling is way too run heavy. He would never really let Russ throw it down the field like that. Russ can't. Russ can't cook. All right, get he, out of here. He, he cooked, nah, I'm kidding. I, he's gonna have a big year just because I I'm down on him so much. But it is what it some is. Some of the teaser legs that I'm looking at um, to to mix and match together: Vikings, 49ers, Colts, Rams, Ravens. I'm going to okay. pair them in a bunch Rams, of different ways. no one's going to hear that because they play tonight. Um, yeah, but I like them up to plus eight and a half over a touchdown at home, home dog. I think uh, I think it's a good play. Got it. All right, so those are our bets week one, fresh slate, new season. Hopefully we get off to a winning start. But guess what? Week one, no matter uh, to quote Mike McDaniel, Mike McDaniel, no matter what happens week one, whether we suck or we do well, there's always week two. <laughs> Guess who's going to be back? We're going to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so as we do every year, um, we're going to get into our weekly FanDuel lineups. We go head-to-head every week. 
Um, and we do the main slate, the one o'clock slate on Sunday. It's the easiest way to do it. So it doesn't include the night games, which it, you just have to do it that way. So what we'll do is I'll read you, we'll read you our quarterbacks. We'll do our running backs, receivers, our flex tight end and defense, and we'll keep track of who will win, uh, each week all year. I believe we were. I think you actually I was, won it. Yeah, I, was, yeah, I, I was, think you won it last I was year. Kicking again, we only we only started kick, week six, so it doesn't ass. really count because it wasn't a full season. But we're starting we're starting right this year. I'm gonna give you. Let's do. A, why don't we do this? I'm gonna give you my quarterback, my two running backs. I'll flip it to you, and then we'll go from there. Because okay. just giving you the quarterback doesn't uh, doesn't too, do much. Yeah. So quarterback this year, week one. And I've got three guys from this team. I'm going big on Baltimore. Uh, Lamar Jackson is my quarterback. He is, I think, he's the second highest, uh, second highest uh, paid quarterback behind Mahomes. But I just think he's going to torch the Jets, um, run all over him, throw all over him. So I've got Lamar at quarterback. My two running backs. First one's going to be Saquon Barkley at Tennessee. Saquon. He was middle of the range for value. He wasn't like he wasn't with the studs, but he wasn't too low. And guess what? You know, the knock on him is he gets hurt every year. Well, let's get some points out of him while he's healthy. Right, Okay. right, right. You're not healthier than you are to start the season. So Saquon Barkley at 6,800. And then I had a heart attack last night when Chase Edmonds, my number one owed fantasy player, came up as a limited participant because of a hamstring. Yeah. Okay? He tweeted this funny gif, this funny Trump gif, and he practiced in full today, and he's fully back. And guess what? I think that... uh because um, I'm also going to play this in like the millionaire maker or whatever thing. Yeah. I think that's going to lower his percentage, his value, uh, his own percentage. Right. So give me Edmonds at 5,800. So Lamar Jackson, Saquon, and Edmonds. Who you got, Nick? I took Jalen Hurts, who wasn't the highest uh, salary. salary I act- he was, yeah, he was cheaper than Lamar. Um, I liked him as well at Detroit. Yeah, exactly. And then I took Alvin Kamara and Antonio Gibson as my running backs. I like it. I think Kamara, we don't know if he's going to be suspended later on, but we got him week one. and he's, sure. And he's dope as shit. And then Antonio Gibson, I, I know my dog going to come back, come back for him in a few coming weeks. back, yep. But right now, they're going to have to be riding him heavy. I mean, he's got Jackson. And it's Jackson. Like yeah. if, and he's got talent. So if it's going to be any week, I do like that. I actually looked at him, but I didn't go him. Um, all right, let's get into the wide receivers. I'll give you my three. I went pretty heavy. I went Justin Jefferson. Nuff said. <laughs> Michael Pittman Jr., Nuff said. And then my biggest flyer, my lowest uh, salary player is Marquez Valdez Scantling. Okay, 5, cool. 5500 for him. Who you got at receiver? I got Justin Jefferson. Okay, so we got one overlap. <laughs> yeah, Nuff said. Um, I got Mike, Mike Will made it. Mike Williams? Ooh, I like that a lot. And then I got Devontae Smith stacked with Jalen Hurts. Okay. Like it. I was trying to remix, so I got eight hundred dollars left over in salary. I was trying to, Ooh. I was trying to remix it away where I could get AJ Brown stack with Jalen Hurts, but it just wasn't working out. Um, I, I was like two hundred dollars short. Got it. Okay, so you got Devonte Smith stack, Mike Williams, Justin Jefferson, really nice, solid receivers there, and then I'm gonna give you my rep, the rest, the tight end flex and defense. Here come, here's where the stack comes into play with Lamar. My tight ends, Mark Andrews. My Ooh. flex is Rashad Bateman. Oh, nice, nice. So I doubled up on them. Um, interested to see how Sauce Gardner handles a number one receiver like Bateman. Now, 
that's really there Sasha's should be a caveat nice. there because he has, he's not a proven number one receiver. Right. You know, he didn't play that much last year, but he's got talent. Um, let's see what he can do. And the thing with the receivers there is, there's, you know, there's not that many of them, first of all. But yeah. you know the defense comes in game planning for the run because right. that's what Baltimore does better than anyone else. So give me Bateman and Andrews. Um, and then I've got the Philly defense. They were pretty cheap at Detroit. Word. So... My tight end, I got Kyle Pitts, stud dog. Ooh, so we, we both went heavy tight end. Yeah. I went Andrews, you went Pitts. And then I got Damian Pierce in the flex. Oh, my God. So the hype train on Damian Pierce has fucking blown out the station. I He's got, pretty cheap. He's uh, pretty cheap. One of my buddies last night sent me. He was doing an auction draft, and yeah. Damian Pierce went for more than Stefan Diggs. Okay. Wow. That's a that is, that's a <laughs> that that's insane? a huge mistake. That's insane. Um so but yeah, he I was still cheap in Fandle. I picked him up because he was fifty four hundred. I actually could have got like I could have went Miles Sanders who was more expensive. Could have went Chase Edmonds. I could have went Chase Edmonds, but I I, I felt like going Damian going Pierce. Pierce. I actually like good. uh actually let me let me hold that a little tight to the chest for the fantasy corner. Uh, and so my defense, defense I picked up Washington Commanders versus Jacksonville. Okay. All right. Um, I also had Etienne uh, scheduled in there in the flex, but I was like, how am I going to run ATN against the defense that I want to use? Eh, you could do it, but I understand the thinking. Um, so let's read our rosters back. I got Lamar, Chase Edmonds, Saquon Barkley, Justin Jefferson, Michael Pittman Jr., MVS, Mark Andrews, Rashad Bateman, Eagles D, Nick, give me yours. I got Jalen Hurts, Kamara, Antonio Gibson, Justin Jefferson, Mike Williams, Devontae Smith, Kyle Pitts, Damian Pierce, and Washington Commanders D. And what we'll do is we'll screenshot these, throw it on Instagram, vote for us, tell us which one you like better, and we'll see who wins it. Y'all better not disappoint me, Instagram. (laughs) Nick's not happy he lost the first vote, but my team does look pretty nice. Y'all play too much. Um, So, all right, let's get into the fantasy corner. Uh, what we're gonna do is Nick's got a few guys he's gonna ask me about uh, that the whether I like or not. I've got some not sleepers but really borderline guys who maybe you're thinking of starting or sitting that I like this week. And then firstly, I mean what it's so funny being back in fantasy because your phone's blowing up with alerts from Fantasy Life or the Sleeper app, and the last like 48 hours has just been news after news frightening everyone yeah you get the Edmonds news you get George Kittle looks like he's not playing Alan Lazard got stepped on a week ago we find out this week Zach Ertz and Rondell Moore look like they're not playing Deontay Johnson's got the shoulder Godwin practices in full yesterday and then sits out today and then even of course just the cherry on top Christian McCaffrey gets cut with a cleat and he's limited on the injury report as well, yeah. as is tradition. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's so funny because it's just like, all right, fantasy's back when your phone's blowing up every 20 seconds with different alerts of different minor injuries. And you're actually, and you're actually paying attention to it. Yeah, like, exactly. I mean, th- I pay attention ago, to it. I wasn't. Yeah, for sure. I, I pay attention year-round, but most people aren't really looking. Um, all right, so let's get in. You want, So what are we going to do? You're going to rattle off some names for me? Yeah, yeah. So, and what am I telling you? Whether they sit or start or what do I... So, what? So sit or start, maybe we can go your outlook on them on the year or your short-term outlook on them. So with this guy, I okay, think... Okay, so you want short-term and long-term? Yeah, okay, yeah. perfect. So this guy, Julio Jones, we got Godwin probably sitting out. He's old. Julio kind of gets tends to get banged up. But we know he's got a high ceiling when he is good. And you know that he's experienced and he sure-handed, strong guy, you know? 
Yep. So we don't know how the team's going to use him, et cetera, et cetera. All right. So you playing the game with yourself? You give it. You <laughs> maybe I had maybe I had a little something to say. All right. So the funny thing with Julio is when the news first got announced, I was like, I don't even care. I was yeah. like, I don't think this matters at all. He couldn't stay on the field in Tennessee. But guess what? Yeah. I've come around. The, the more time goes on, I've come around to it. What does Tom Brady do? He makes people better. Okay. True. Even if Godwin comes back next week, you know, they're not going to just throw him into the mix and make him play every snap. Right. I think there is a space for Julio Jones. He's almost like a tight end. I think Brady can use him in the red zone. Big slot guy. Um, I think he could end up being a solid flex play throughout the year. Um, but I do like him for. You know, if you have a double flex league or you're, you know, you went running back heavy and you need a wide receiver, I think he could have a nice week one. Word, I actually put him in the starting lineup from my bench in a double flex league this week. I, I like it. All right. The next guy I wanted to talk about was Travis Etienne because we saw the, we saw the uh, star power in college. Last year, got that foot injury, didn't really see much of him. Yep. The team we around him. Of him. Right, the team around him isn't that great. So I wanted so on Yahoo, he's projected. I think they have him at twelve points this week, which is a lot. Um, I ended up benching him in one league, and I didn't go with him in my FanDuel. What What do you think about Travis Etienne? Very interesting player. Um, I watched an interview with him yesterday talking about James Robinson. First of all, seems like a hilarious dude. They asked him about his brother who's at UF, Trevor Etienne. He's the running back there. And his quote, and this is verbatim, he was like, he's like, you know, I never expected my brother to be a running back. He was fat as hell as a kid. (laughs) And the reporters just lost it. It was really funny. And then he talked about James Robinson coming back. He said, Robinson looks great. He says he thinks they're a great duo for each other because Robinson is – he made a joke. He was like, he can take all the inside zones and get banged up. He's like, I'll catch the balls and and take the sweeps and everything. Um, You know, if he's there in the fourth or fifth round, I was fine with him. Do I love him? No. Am I against him? No. I have him on one team. Hmm, I am playing him on that team. Um, it was actually between him. Who was the other guy? I forget, but I am starting him in one league. I think he has a chance to be a top 15 running back, but I probably think he's probably going to be around running back 20 to 25. Yeah. Um, Robinson, of course, coming off that Achilles. So he probably back in like nine months from a torn Achilles. Wow. But what did we see? Remember came Akers, Akers last but he year? He didn't look good when he came he back. He didn't look great. And it's, you know, we haven't seen what he's going to look like this year. I'm, yeah. I'm not... I think uh, ETN's more like a 70-30 split there, so I, I do like ETN this year. Word, word. All right, the next guy, the guy you have in a lot of teams, uh, Chase Edmonds. Love Edmonds. Short term, long term, every term. And do you, are you, so have you read anything? What are you thinking about his usage within the offense? They do. We do have a decent amount of running backs, a lot of offensive options. So I, I think him and Mostert are the one-two punch. Okay. I expect him to be like 65% of the work and okay. most are get 35%. I think McDaniel is going to use him on a lot of short passes. He's going to get a lot of yak. Um, over the past three seasons, he's top five in the NFL in yards per touch. Um, he's a, he's an explosive running back. Obviously, he's got to stay healthy, but every running back does. Um, I have him ranked at running back 17. I usually see him around 30 or 25. 
Okay, so I am higher than almost everyone in him. I think he's a solid RB two. Um, do I think he's going to be a bell cow running back? No, but I, you know, I, I don't think that's what you're you're looking to get from him. So I do love Chase Edmonds, and I'm not scared of the injury with the way he reacted to it and the way that he practiced fully again. I'm playing him in I think every league I have him in, or almost every league. Word word. And then the last guy I wanted to bring up because... Nick's just getting my advice on his players, basically, right now. <laughs> Who should I start, Bean? Nah, but um, Brandon Cooks. I have him bench. I can't find a way to put him in any starting lineup, but he's not a good player. He's kind of a stud. His, his quarterback hasn't proven himself, really. Um, Davis Mill isn't sure. horrible, but he's not He's not like a top 15 quarterback or something. Um, we, he, see some, we see some... Uh, Edge coming in, what what is it? Not Nico Collins. Yeah, Nico um, Collins is the, the second guy there. Yeah. Um, Brandon Cooks, 1,000 yards every year over the last six years. Every year? Every year. Every uh, I year? Think the only other guy to do that is Mike Evans. Don't quote me on that. But Mellow. he's just a target monster. He's going to get 10 to 15 targets a game. <laughs> and he's playing the Colts this week. I just always have vis- visions of him. Third quarter, they're down like 14, and he's catching a 60-yard touchdown. Against do, the Colts, do fast. like he always he always does well. I um I loved him in the fifth round this year. I draft him in a in in a few fifth rounds or same value for auction. Um, I think he's a solid play. I actually was trying to I was trying to put a, a package together in one of my big leagues for him. Um, I was willing to give away DK Metcalf and a piece for him. Yeah, didn't get it done, which you know is fine. But I I like Cooks a lot this year. Oh, actually, I do have him flexed in our uh, year league that you. It's a two flex though, so that's yeah. tough to count. Um, but yeah, those are my outlooks on those guys. Let me give you a few guys this week. This mm. is how we're gonna end the pod. I've got a few running backs and a few receivers that I think could be worthy flex plays okay. or RB two plays when it comes to the running back. And you might be on the fence. You might be benching them. You know, but they're guys I think you should for sure start. First one, Miles Sanders. That's who I have in my one flex league over Brandon Cooks. That's tough. I don't know the rules of the league, but I do think Miles Sanders is ready to go. People forget. Go watch some Miles Sanders highlights. When he's on, dude is explosive. Yeah. He's a great running. He's by far the best running back there. Yeah. Kenneth, <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell's solid. I do like him. Boston Scott's good at what he does, but Miles Sanders has the potential to be a starting running back and a, and a good one in the NFL. So I like playing Miles Sanders this week. Mike Davis. So I, I want, to, want to step in real quick with Miles Sanders. He is definitely solid this week. I don't know I don't know how my outlook would be on him full term. He can't stay healthy, which a lot of running backs can't. But Agreed. And that's why I'm just talking about this week. Yeah, yeah. You know, his health. And the thing is with every running back, it's their health, you know. It's that's why Kinda I always hard to find play that myself position. drafting receivers early, yeah, because they seem to stay. You know, they just don't have to take that inside beating that the running backs do. Yeah. Um. So Miles Sanders, Mike Davis was my second guy. Yeah. Dobbins doesn't look like he's playing. Right. Lamar broke that news for us. Uh, did he? Gus Edwards is still. Uh, yeah. Lamar was like, I don't think we're going to see him back. We're hoping to get him in the next few weeks, and people are oh, like, What? Shit. You know, people were expecting him this week. <laughs> Uh, pay Lamar his money, and he won't break the news. Yeah, thanks. Um, so I think Gus Edwards obviously still not back. And then 
you know, who's the other guy? Uh, Beatty, Tyler Beatty or something like that. Yeah, and they, yeah. And they picked up, or Beatty might not be there actually. Let me catch myself. They did pick up Kenyon Drake, but Mike Davis has been there all offseason. I think he's a solid play this week. And then lastly, I just want to give you assurance you can play Chase Edmonds. He's fine. So those are the three running backs. Now, receiver, I alluded to this one earlier. I like A.J. Green this week. I, I mean, I cannot fuck with that. I'm I'm like considering swapping him in for Devin Singletary in one put him, league. Put him in our Fanduel. Uh, I tried to get him in the Fanduel. You put him in our Fanduel. He was two hundred more than MVS. I uh, wanted him. Oh uh, man, put him um, in our Fanduel. So I really like AJ Green this week. I think Hollywood will be the uh, the attention of the defense of Kansas City. And I mean, if people don't remember, Tyron Matthews not in Kansas City anymore. Oh, true. People are going to get loose in that secondary. AJ Green, well, I guarantee you, we're going to your red zone's going to flash, and he's going to catch like a forty-two yard touchdown down I, the sideline. I don't see it. AJ Green, I like him with the Kittle news. I think Brandon Ayuk's a solid start. Yeah, I don't have him in any league. I'm not playing him in any league. Um, but with the Kittle news and the offseason that, that he supposedly had a great offseason, I do like that play. And then lastly. It's tough to put him in now, but as you know, in 9 out of 10 of my leagues, I have Traylon Burks. Uh, I just picked him up last night in the league. I I am all in on drafting him in the late rounds or paying nothing for him because guess what? If he's great, great, which I think he's going to be, and if he sucks, you can drop him, whatever. But Traylon Burks, I think you can start him this week. The Giants suck. They lost Bradbury. Um, Robert Woods is there. Austin Hooper's there. Like There are targets there. But Traylon Burks is that guy who you can just see, I can see at least, catching a slant from Ryan Tannehill over the middle and taking it to the house. I can see him catching one, too, from Malik Willis. <laughs> Malik Willis not playing this year. I know. Uh, nah, unless so, Tannehill so, gets hurt. Not uh, so fast, my friend. He's not playing. But, um, so Traylon Burks on Yahoo, they, they only have him projected for 6.54 points. Yeah, I mean, 99.9% of people will, he's 1% will wait owned. to see on him. Yeah, he's 1% owned. Okay. No, 1% started probably. Yes, you're right. Sorry, yeah. 1% started. So, I mean, the the smart person says wait for it, but guess what? If you really need uh, wait to see it before you play him, but if you really need someone and you're struggling, why not take a shot on a guy who can go nuclear, and I do think he can, and they, the Titans came out and said that he will be an integral part of the game plan every single week. So I like Traylon Burks as a flyer as well. Um, and that's all I got. I mean, great. I mean, what did we say? We were going to, this was going to be a short pod. Of course, it's, you know, the normal 45 minutes we always do. Run it up. So, uh, all right. That's it for week one. Good luck to everyone. Win all your bets. I'm on the bills tonight. Nick's going to ride with me. Um, but yeah, week one's here. Anything else, Nick? No, nah, I'm teasing up the Rams. I'm teasing up the Rams in this game. Ugh, Nick's teasing the Rams. They're going to lose. No, I'm kidding. I actually <laughs> like that. It's going to be a close game. Going to yeah. be a good game. Um, so, all right. Appreciate everyone listening. We will be back next Thursday night. Have a good one. Peace.